Did the White House act soon enough? That's the question being asked today after a damning report has found that President Trump and his administration ignored the sight of skeletal horsemen galloping through the sky as early as January. Now many want to know why these apocalyptic premonitions weren't acted upon. And later, unemployment is on the rise in the U.S. with no end in sight. We'll break down the latest jobs numbers, speaking at half our normal pace to cancel out all the weirdos who like listening to podcasts at two times the speed. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is the Topical. Stay with us. State and local authorities nationwide have slammed the federal government's response to the coronavirus pandemic, saying the lack of leadership at the top has put Americans at risk. Now, a damning new report out today reveals the White House ignored repeated warnings from four skeletal horsemen that were galloping through the sky as early as January. Here with more is OPR's Political End Times reporter, Dirk Mullins. Good morning, Dirk. Hi, Leslie. This government watchdog group says they have evidence the Trump administration had weeks of advance notice about the end of the world. Hmm. This, of course, contradicts the official White House claim that they moved quickly to fend off the horrors of pestilence and famine that have since gripped the country. Here's Douglas Reisenthaler from the nonpartisan Institute for Federal Policy, who co-authored the report. We have leaked memos dating back to January 3rd, alerting the Trump administration of omens pretending death, despair, and a great cataclysm upon the earth. But as we know, the president did not begin taking these prophecies seriously until mid-March, when he and Vice President Mike Pence were caught discussing the torrents of blood raining down from the Oval Office ceiling. Interesting. Reisenthaler mentions the blood that flooded the West Wing on March 15th. But what other harbingers of doom did the White House allegedly disregard? Well, according to the report, there were several. Hmm. For instance, in February, the moon ruptured suddenly, unleashing the enormous inky black crows we've seen circling above the country. Uh, So that's why the night has been so despairingly empty lately. That's right. Then there's the seven-headed, ten-horned beast that rose up from the Atlantic just days later. It shrieks being so powerful that anyone who hears it is instantly turned to ash. But experts agree it is heralding the dawn of a millennia of unceasing pain. I see. And does the watchdog group say what they believe the administration should have done differently? Well, they think the White House should have acted as soon as the Lion of Judah opened the first of the seven seals, plain and simple. Here's Reisenthaler again. A galloping white horse carrying a crowned skeleton across the sky is a clear indication that something is wrong. For 10 weeks, the administration minimized omens like this one to protect the president during an election cycle. How many countless souls could have been saved from the ravages of hell if they had utilized this time to prepare the country for the final battle for good and evil? This is alarming. How has this slow response affected states? As you know, response at the state level has been scattershot. And without a clear directive from the feds, states have been forced to compete for limited resources like sacrificial lambs, rosaries, and holy water. Hmm. But what about the states that implemented early mitigation tactics? Has this had any effect on the black pus we've seen emerging from the sewers and the molten tar raining down upon the entire country? It has. Back in February, California ordered its citizens to stay indoors and self-flagellate, which has helped slow the rate of the state's rivers and lakes boiling away. Meanwhile, in Georgia, which was late to act, 
Thousands have been killed after Governor Brian Kemp kept businesses open despite the car-sized hail that has destroyed much of the state. And after all this pain and suffering, the president still hasn't accepted any responsibility for how he's handled the final judgment? Well, in regular Trump fashion, the president told reporters that he never heard the ominous sound of seven trumpets, and even if he had, no one could have predicted they would usher in Satan's 1,000-year reign on Earth. While scary stuff, I'm still pissed my gym is trying to charge me for April even though it was swallowed up in a fiery sinkhole straight into the depths of hell. Seems like all this could have been avoided if we were just a little quicker to act. Thanks for the report, Dirk. Of course. That's OPR's Dirk Mullins. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Taking my N95 mask off every day to read you people the news could damn well kill me, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Here's what else you need to know today. That's the sound of thousands of pigs and cattle staging walkouts across the nation following President Trump's demands to keep the country's meat plants open during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. The protesting livestock has reportedly taken issue with the hazardous and unsafe conditions for them at these factories. They sound pretty pissed off to me, and rightfully so. Some new information has mental health experts concerned today, as new data shows most people who experience panic attacks in quarantine lack the resources to have someone shake their shoulders, slap their face, and tell them to snap out of it. Health officials are recommending that if you don't have someone nearby to slap you around and tell you to pull yourself together during a panic attack, pouring a large bucket of ice water over your head has yielded positive results in clinical trials and can be done in the comforts of your own bathtub. And the popular outdoor recreation retailer REI has unveiled a new line of psychedelic drugs for friends who want a trip together while camping. Sounds groovy. That's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And it wouldn't hurt if every once in a while you told us you loved us in the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We know you feel that way. Just be nice if you verbalized it every once in a while. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode where we'll be sitting down to talk to a heroic surgeon who also just so happens to be an extremely talented poet as well. And he's been stitching his latest poem one word at a time into his patient's organs. Wow, very creative. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.